all fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, welcome to Go Tell to the Wall Halloween Special 2018. That's right, it's not episode 76, if that's what you were expecting. That will actually be occurring next week. This is the Halloween Special, the second, second, that's right, second annual Halloween Special for Go Tell to the Wall podcast. If you don't know who I am, you should, but if you don't, I am your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean Boo Rourke for this one particular episode because we're going to have a little bit of fun for Halloween. I've got some great stories for you. We've got some of the usual common sense going on. And for those of you that only listen to the audio, I am wearing a ridiculous, ridiculous custom hoodie that I own. uh, And the hood is actually a gigantic animal furry head. Uh, I should... I should specify that more clearly. Muppet animal head. It's just it, like I, I'm, I'm seeing it, so I just think animal, you know, Muppet. You should figure that one out, at Magic Muppet. Nonetheless, uh, it's not the most I'm, – I've I'm got, got like hair in my eyes, but this is how we do the Halloween episodes, and uh, we're continuing it this year. So <laughs> forgive me if, if, you know, there's like fur getting in front of me and everything else. Fortunately, my headphones do fit underneath the ridiculously large hood. That I'm wearing this evening, uh, but it's a necessity because it's Halloween, and, and we're going to have some fun. Uh, like I said, lots of the usual stuff, but also some good Halloween-themed stories that we're going to get into tonight. Uh, so get comfortable. Look forward to it, and, uh, and let's have some fun. Uh, all right, we're going to kick things off. Happy Halloween to everyone out there. Like I mentioned, Halloween is actually happening next week, uh, but because this is the last Thursday before Halloween, this is the uh, actual Halloween special episode date, despite the fact that it's like six days away. We just like just missed it by like a day. Although next year, I don't know that we'll be able to broadcast on Halloween because I do have a young daughter and uh, and I have the responsibility of taking her out trick or treating and whatnot. I don't know. Maybe we'll figure it out. Maybe we can do something. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. That's that's a year away. So I'm not going to worry about that right now. Uh, but happy Halloween to all of you. And of course, we kick things off with our social plugs. Social plugs. That's right. You can keep up with us between episodes, during episodes, after episodes, before episodes, when you're on a yacht. Because I know we have lots of fans that hang out on yachts. I don't think we do. But maybe. I don't know. Maybe we do. Who knows? Uh, You can do so in multiple locations, multiple platforms. One of those would be Facebook. Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Check us out over there. Like our page. Comment. Do all the things. That's going to keep you up to date. Uh, Really, every time an episode goes up gets posted on there uh so if you're if you're not actually subscribed that would be a way to to get notifications and whatnot as well as our videos uh so head on over there facebook.com slash go tell to the wall you can also follow us on twitter at tell the wall pod that's right at tell the wall pod or follow my own personal twitter account which is very appropriate this evening uh which is at magic muppet considering i have a gigantic muppet on my head like as i'm speaking uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm also looking at the live feed like, can they tell it's an animal head or do I just look like I have pink fur on my head? It's a little bit of both. I don't know. Uh, so follow us on Twitter at Tell the Wall Pod and at Magic Muppet. Both of those, you know you want to. Uh, and uh, and that's where you're going to get all your common sense between episodes and whatnot. You're also going to get updated on new episodes, new videos, all that good stuff. And of course, YouTube. We are on YouTube. That's where most of the videos go up. Uh, head on over to YouTube, youtube.com and search Go tell it to the wall. You're going to find our page. You're going to see my lovely face right there. Uh, subscribe. 
check out videos, share the videos, tell us how terrible they are. Uh, we do tend to get some negative comments on there, but that's only because I call a lot of people out for their common sense, and a lot of people don't have common sense that are running around the internet, running around the internet, like they're actually running around. No, they're, I don't know, surf. Do people still say that, surfing the internet? Man, that reminds me, tangented, speaking of, like, like usernames and everything else, do you know that at one time, in, in the very, 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 very beginning of, of AOL, America Online, when they had, uh, which doesn't even exist anymore, I think, uh, AIM, I don't even think it was called AIM back then, but AOL, uh, you, ha you had your little usernames and you get in the chat rooms. My username, which I swear I really, well, now it's gone, but I wish I'd kept it, was Surfin' Sean, uh, without the I, so S-U-R-F-N-S-E-A-N was my username at one time. I got tired of it, gave, got rid of it years and years ago, but I always look back, I'm like, oh man, like that was, and I had that username. Uh, which is which just one of those things. Who cares? Nobody really cares. Ta Speaking of surfing the net, we're getting tangented on the opening. It's ridiculous. Uh, and, of course, one other place that you can keep up with us and will actually take you to all those things I just mentioned, except for my old surfing Sean AOL account, uh, would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right. SeanO'RourkeLive.com will take you to all those things I just mentioned, as well as give you access to our blog, uh, some pictures, that photos that don't get posted anywhere else. And that's also going to keep you up to date. And it will link you to our Patreon page and our Indiegogo page. Please, please, please check those out. Support us financially uh, if you have the means and you, you feel so inclined. Uh, that, that helps to keep us moving and going and new stuff and all that good junk. It, it, it Really, it keeps me in, in beer and beard products. That's what Bridget says, our, our honor producer. Mm. Speaking of beer... Beer this week. That's right. Because it is a Halloween episode, we've got a somewhat Halloween-themed beer. And to be honest with everyone out there, I'm pretty sure this is the same beer we had last year. It's a tasty little brew from New Belgium. New Belgium Brewing. It is the Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. Yeah, those Juicy Haze IPAs all the kids are drinking these days. Oh, man. I some. It's funny when you rhyme. Sometimes I don't want to rhyme. But that's what all the kids are drinking these days. They like these juicy, hazy IPAs, which I was talking to someone recently about this, and you had the haziness, and they like the New England IPAs were kind of the hazy IPAs, and then they started getting popular. And I really think this is what started the IPA revolution in the first place. Is places like Stone were throwing a lot of hops into beer and everything, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, well watch how many hops I can put in here." And what happened with the juicy or the hazies, whatever you want to call them, uh, IPAs is they. Like, I've had some of these, and it tastes like I'm drinking orange juice with maybe a little bit of beer in it, like a beer mosa, you know, and, and they're a little ridiculous. But the Voodoo Ranger is a tasty one. I enjoy it. It's not super juicy, not super hazy, uh, and also not super hoppy in, it, in its actual flavor, although it does sit at 7.5% alcohol by volume, so keep that in mind if you're going to be enjoying one. That's not a, not a light beer by any means, uh, but I am enjoying it. Mm. This is funny. Like I said, I think we had this one last year. But as I was looking for uh, a beer, you know, tried it like Halloween themed or October themed or fall themed at least. The thing is, I actually hate pumpkin. I don't like pumpkin at all. I can't I, like I can't do any pumpkin. So you get all these pumpkin beers out in the marketplace right now uh, and they're just of no interest to me. And I'm always down for trying like, uh, you know, new beers. And I'm, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying I'm a beer snob. I just don't like pumpkin. Once the end of September rolls around, uh, I was joking about this with some of my in-laws back at the end of September when I was back east. Whenever the end of September rolls around, like that's when I, I turn into uh, 
like Wonder Woman with her her bracelets that block the bullets. Except I'm not blocking bullets. I'm blocking pumpkin flavored things. I'm like, no, do do do, no pumpkin, do do, because they start throwing it in everything. And you go to you go to some place and this, and this, I swear to God, this happened to me before. You go somewhere, you order a black cup of coffee, and they bring it back, and it's pumpkin flavored coffee, and you're like, that that's not black coffee. I didn't ask for pumpkin flavored coffee. I asked for black coffee. Oh, hey, Kevin. Uh, and, and it's just like for so I, I've got a couple weeks of this left where I'm just deflecting pumpkin stuff. You know, it's like eventually they're just going to start putting pumpkin and ridiculous things like here's your pumpkin steak. What? What? I didn't know you had pumpkin. I didn't order this. Oh, but it's October. So we just assume you want pumpkin. No, no, I don't want pumpkin in anything. Not everyone likes pumpkin marketing people out there, uh, though. I know a lot of people do. However, tangent it a little bit. That's why we end up with a Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA, which is tasty. I recommend it. Mm. And you can find that one anywhere. I've I, uh, I've seen it in Target. I've seen it at Vons. Uh, so Safeway for those of you that uh, are in Safeway markets or or uh, there's other ones, other names and everything. I don't know. I can't keep track of them. Uh, but check them out. Check them out. Uh, and as I said, it is the Halloween special 2018, which means we're going to be mixing in Halloween stuff throughout the entirety of this episode. And here's what I want to do. Throughout the entirety of this episode, we are going to count down the top 25 Halloween candies for 2018. Now, for our international listeners, which believe it or not, we've actually got a few quite a few international listeners. This is only this is in America. Uh which is funny. I I imagine this is United States of America and not not North America overall, uh but it could be North America overall. So it could include Canada. However, it is only America. I'm sure in Europe it might be a little different. In South America, wherever else, it might be a little different. But this would be the top 25 candies in America for 2018. Uh, and what we're gonna do? I'm gonna count down uh, the. Ah, gosh, how do I how do I state this? I'm gonna count down 25 through through 16 or whatever. Yeah, 25 through 16. Then we're gonna count down 15 through five or through six, and then we're going to count down the final five kind of toward the end of the episode. So here we go. And this is according to, uh, well, really, this is according to the Daily Meal, but they pulled their their information from CandyStore.com, which tracks candy sales all throughout America. Tracks candy sales all throughout America. So they literally know the amount of candy that was sold over the past couple weeks for Halloween. Uh, so now at number 25, one of my personal favorites. At number 25, we have licorice. Now, this is inclusive of red and black licorice. I know most kids don't like black licorice. I was one of those exceptions when I was a kid. I still love black licorice to this day. Uh, but I also do love black licorice. Give me Twizzlers over red vines, though I will eat some red vines myself. Uh, I, I don't discriminate completely. It's just given a choice. Give me some red vines or some Twizzlers over the red vines. Uh, so... Over 17,000 pounds of licorice will be handed out this Halloween. 17,000 pounds of licorice. Although, and, and licorice is very dense. So I, I, I think, I feel like that sounds a little more ridiculous than it actually is. Now, at number 24, we have Whoppers. Whoppers. Speaking of Whoppers and malted things, uh, I actually just recently learned there is a yogurt shop here and I can't remember which one of the ridiculous. It's the, remember that TCBY effect. Oh, avid listeners, deep cut, deep. Go tell it to the wall cut. Uh, there one. It's Yogurtland or one of those actually has like a malt ice cream that or malt ice cream, malt 
frozen yogurt that tastes like a chocolate malt. Uh, I'm really looking forward. I haven't had it yet, but looking forward to it. At number 23, this one I don't understand, but number 23 most popular candy in America is Lifesavers. Yeah, I, I, an estimated 20,000, over 20,000 20, pounds uh, will be sold in October. I don't know. I don't really even remember getting a lot of Lifesavers as a kid, and they they were around when I was a kid, so it, I'm like, I don't know. But nonetheless, number 23. Number 22, I do understand. In fact, I've got some of these in my candy ball currently that I'm going to be giving out next week on Halloween, and that would be Twix. Twix. You all know what Twix are, and uh, that would be the number 22 most popular candy. Number 21 would be Lemon Heads. I don't understand this one either. I, I actually kind of like Lemon Heads, but really, number 21 of all the candies? I, I don't get it. Uh, number 20 would be Three Musketeers. You know, the chocolate bar with the nougat inside. Personally, I would rank Twix above Three Musketeers, but that's just me personally, you know. Uh, and number 19, wait, did I? Yeah. Number 19 would be Double Bubble Gum. I actually like Double Bubble Gum. I, You know, I played sports as a kid. I get it. Uh, however, I do remember as a kid sorting out the Double Bubble Gum from my candy bag, my candy haul from Halloween, and that was usually the stuff that got eaten like last uh, here's another one I completely understand can get behind. Number 18 is Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Again, I've actually got some of these in my candy bowl in the house right now. I'm going to be giving them out on Halloween. Number 17 would be Swedish Fish. Possibly my favorite candy of all time is actually Swedish Fish. So I'm super on board with this. Number 16, and the last one until we get through some more of our common sense and Halloween themed things, would be Milky Way. Milky Way, I totally understand that one, too. I don't think I have any of those in our candy bowl, but maybe I should. I, I don't know. You know, I'll tell you. This animal hood's getting a little warm. It's getting a little warm here. Mm. I don't know if I can make it through the entirety of the episode with this with this hood on, but I'm going to do I'm gonna do my best. I'm going to do my best. All right, let's move on to some social. Can you tell, like, it's, I've had one of those crazy weeks. I'm just all over the place right now. Like, honestly... I don't know that I'd even be in the studio, but it's Halloween week. I, like, I gotta get, we got to get the Halloween special up. Nonetheless, we're having some fun. Uh, let's move on to some social. Oh, God. I hate when, I, like, I've got st stuff pulled up on, on my computer right in front of me here. And the funny thing is I prep these things, and I pull stuff that I think is going to be funny. And a lot of times, and this happens, it just now happened. I'm not going to throw it in on, a fl on the fly in the show. Uh, but, of course, I look and see something, like, funnier than what I'm going to talk about. Or, you know, it always happens, especially in the social section. Uh, social trends that are happening right now. One of my absolute favorites that's going on right now would be hashtag it wasn't me. Hashtag it wasn't me. So there was a shoplifter in the U.K. Uh, and actually, I want to Blackpool. Because, you know, in the U.K., they just they take names and they just put pool at the end of it. Liverpool, Blackpool. Is the only two I can think of off the top of my head. Chris, where are you to help me out with these things? I'm missing our stats and information producer right now. Uh, but what happened was this guy in England, in Blackpool, shoplifted a bunch of beer from, like, a grocery store. Or I can't remember. What are they called? <laughs> like, I'm sure they got a different name for him there in England. Uh, shoplifted a bunch of beer from a grocery store. And they had him on surveillance camera. And it turns out, and I've seen the surveillance, like, a, pic a still image of the surveillance footage. Uh, it turns out the guy looks just like Ross. From Friends. Now, you know you're familiar with Friends. Unless you're like 10 years old, you're familiar with Friends. Even if you didn't watch the show, you're familiar. This is David Schwimmer. Looks just like him. Uh, now, it's not as much just like him as 
I would like, but it looks like him. It, it looks like him. And what happened was everyone's having fun with this, of course. It was Ross shoplifting a bunch of beer. Although it's kind of sad for David Schwimmer. Like, you're just known as Ross, which I, I, I guess I get it. I do that to actors. I'm like, that's Ross. <laughs> Your name's not Ross. I do it was what's his name that played the janitor on the Scrubs. He's in a bunch of stuff and, like, really great actor. The janitor. Anyway. Uh, but my favorite part about this is David Schwimmer, uh, who clearly was not in England at the time, uh, but he shot a quick video uh, response to everyone going crazy on, with this hashtag, it wasn't me, and he did a fake video of himself running out of a New York City grocery store carrying a bunch of beer. <laughs> so I love that he is also having some fun with it. If you want to laugh, uh, search hashtag, it wasn't me. I, I, I highly recommend it. Uh, another one that I found that is funny but also heartwarming at the same time would be hashtag moral of the story in five words. Again, hashtag moral of the story in five words. Now, this there's a lot of funny ones out there. Uh, there really are. Search this one. Have fun with it. However, I think this is a heartwarming one that I want to share with you. Uh, and this one comes from Shelly on Twitter. And I quote, Broken crayons can still color. Hashtag moral of the story in five words. End quote. Uh, and that's just fantastic. Because it's something to consider. Uh, we're all a little broken. Jesus. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. I'm constantly broke. I don't even. I, yeah. I can't think of the last time I wasn't broken. Uh, but the important thing to remember is broken crayons can still color. And that means even if you feel a little broken. Even if you're a little down. Uh, you're still capable of, of doing things you're still capable of making a difference uh really any of us out there so keep that in mind we're all we're all broken crayons uh but bro broken crayons can still be used and i think that's something really important to uh to keep in mind there's also some funny ones out there um but i i, I want to share that one with you because it, it makes you think a little bit now this one oh oh my gosh social media trend happening right now oh let's take the hood back a little bit here uh social media trend happening right now which really upset me uh, to start with, but then it got a little better <laughs> because I saw this was, I'm trying to think of what it was. Uh, recently we had one of these and everyone like got on, I can't remember, whatever it was, and everyone got on them and were like, dude, that's ridiculous. Oh, it was the Daniel Craig thing uh, with him carrying his kid and everyone clearly, uh, clearly got on Piers Morgan about it. We have another one of those. So a trend happening in China right now uh, is hashtag flaunt your wealth challenge. Again, hashtag flaunt your wealth challenge. Now, let me explain the challenge as it is, and then we can kind of unpack it a little more. I know usually we don't unpack these social trends, but this is just one of those things. Uh, so what it is is a, a bunch of wealthy people in China actually started this trend where they would pose for a picture essentially pretending they were falling out of their very expensive luxury or sports car uh, and then all of their belongings, their expensive belongings, have just spread and splayed out in front of them as they fell out of the car. That's that's what. So like I I saw a couple of the like the original ones where you see people falling out of like a Maserati and they like there's like five Gucci purses. I don't know what are popular purses right now. Kevin, what are some popular purses right now? Uh, you sitting with Shannon? Coach, coach, popular? I don't you know like the or not even pop uh, expensive popular. Is what I mean. So, like, imagine, like, a bunch of coach bags. Like, blah, and then there's just a 
woman or a man or whoever, like, I'm splayed out of the car. That's the world we live in right now. Hashtag flaunt your wealth challenge. And people are doing this. Uh, the good thing is we have a lot of common sense in the world. And so people, mainly what I'm seeing here in America, but I'm sure really people around the world have been doing the same thing, uh, have been making fun of it. Have been making fun of it. And what they've done is uh, is they're taking their own photos, which really, honestly, I got to get on this. Uh, and uh, it's just going to be me and like my headphones and a beer. <laughs> I think that'll be it. Maybe, maybe my, and I feel like throwing a microphone in there and like, nah, it's too serious. Uh, but this is a real thing that people are doing. And fortunately, people are getting on them about it and posting kind of their fake hashtag flaunt your wealth challenges. Uh, so we've seen a lot of people like one of my absolute favorites is there's one from uh, at I can't even say your name. Riley Mander. Uh, and it's flaunt your wealth challenge. It says can't flex on this. And it's clearly just a bunch of trash thrown on the side of the road. Clearly. Uh, so I, I'm fully behind this. If you're doing it seriously, please stop. If you're going to have fun with it and make fun of people that are doing it seriously, please continue. All right, let's move on to some, uh, I don't know, what are we even on here? TV, film, and books. TV, film, and books. Uh, something I teased a couple weeks ago actually just occurred last night on an ABC show. That that ABC show would be Modern Family. If you're a Modern Family fan, uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. But I did tease because word got out, like, I feel like right as the season started for television shows, uh, that Modern Family was going to kill off a main character from their cast. Well, it actually happened last night during their Halloween episode for this season, uh, which is also the final season of Modern Family. They actually, they did kill off a main character. Uh, again, I'm not going to spoil it because honestly, I'm actually probably going to finish up here in the studio, do a little more work, and then go watch the damn episode myself. I actually haven't gotten around to watching it. It just happened last night. I got a toddler at home. I don't have, I don't have time to watch TV, uh, you know, so I don't actually know who it is, but prepare yourself if you've got it on your DVR or if you got it on Hulu or whatever. Somebody died. It finally happened during the Halloween episode, which seems very strange to me because they always have a lot of fun with the Halloween episode. Uh, in the way that the uh, the Claire character really is into Halloween. very I was talking about this with a friend of mine recently. Uh, very, I don't want to say very similar, but similar to how they used to do the Roseanne Halloween episodes. Roseanne was just very into Halloween, and the Claire character on Modern Family is also very into Halloween. So I'm surprised they kind of mix those two in together. Uh, nonetheless, prepare yourselves for when that actually happens. No spoilers, but maybe we'll maybe we'll probably talk about it over the next couple episodes, just from a kind of entertain business entertainment standpoint and and what everyone thinks and and that kind of good stuff. So uh, we got some television news from Apple. Apple has actually announced that they're getting into television streaming, TV streaming, uh, the same way that Netflix is into streaming and Hulu's into streaming, but more specifically their original programming. Uh, so who or Hulu? Apple is going to launch free TV streaming in more than 100 countries next year, uh, and it's going to be free for any iOS users, uh, which would inc I, I imagine would include Apple TVs, not necessarily just iPhones and tablets and stuff. I'm curious to check it out because it's going to be all original programming. We've actually seen Apple kind of gathering up um, original programming over the past couple years, and now we're finally seeing, starting to see what is going to come of of all that content going out there, all these creators that they have brought into the Apple fold, you know, and, and we're going to start seeing that next year. 
through free streaming service. Uh, so if you don't have an Apple device, which I am not an Apple device user outside of our Apple tel- Apple TV, Apple television, <laughs> Apple TV that I that I do have. That's where I can we consume a, my my family consumes a lot of our entertainment uh, through the Apple TV. I, I think I have an iPod Touch somewhere too. I don't know. Probably should dig that thing up just in case they they don't actually give it to us on uh, on Apple TV. All right, one more thing for TV, film, and books. Uh, usually I keep this to uh, to fictional television, but we need to be a little, well, <laughs> no, I do keep it to fictional television. I was about, can you believe that? I was about to correct myself and be like, no, sometimes I talk about reality television. Uh, so yes, I do keep it to fictional television. What? Why am I second guessing myself? Uh, but we do have some kind of television news, television news news for you. <laughs> if you haven't heard about this one, Megan Kelly, who is a contributor at NBC, actually NBC lured her away from Fox News. That should just go to tell you a little something off the bat. If you're not familiar with Megyn Kelly, that, that just gives you a little background on her. The other day she was on NBC talking about, uh, I don't even know how it came up, but talking about Halloween costumes. And she stated that when she was younger, uh, it was okay to wear blackface as long as you were dressed up as that character that also happened to be black. To which, of course, she was put into her place in the moment and then has been put in her place over the past couple days on social media uh, because, let me be honest with you, blackface, it's never acceptable. I'm not going to get into the history of it. It's never acceptable. I don't care if you think you're being cute or whatever. It's never, ever, ever, ever acceptable simply based on the history of it. Now, if you're interested in that, go Google it. Uh, it is something you should be educated about, whether you're you're black, white, Asian, uh, Hispanic, whatever it might be. It's, it's, it's a vital part of history that that we should be aware of uh, and maybe that awareness will will help to eliminate the uh, the ignorance of people like Megan Kelly uh, now of course we have gotten news I believe this just broke today that she's most likely out at NBC her show is going to be done at NBC they're they're kind of reorging and, and figuring out something else to do with her now of course if you're familiar with entertainment contracts uh, it, they can't just like brip especially when it comes to to broadcast contracts, but they are going to put her in a different place and, and she's not going to be out there spewing ignorance uh, anymore, which is fantastic. I'm also wondering if this was a long game from NBC. She was very highly touted at Fox News and they pulled her away from Fox News and just destroyed her career, which would be fan. I'm, I'm behind that too. Uh, so good on you, NBC. And also good on you, NBC, really, for reacting swiftly enough and, and just getting her off the air. I mean, this it's the, the ignorance is astounding. It's astounding. It's astounding. All right, moving on. Oh, let me get some of my Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA uh, from New Belgium Brewing, for those of you interested. No money from New Belgium Brewing. No money whatsoever uh, for me to promote that beer. Come on, New Belgium, or anybody, really, for that matter. I'll promote the hell out of your beers if uh, if you give us a few bucks to do so. We do get paid to promote a few things. I just don't make big deals about them. All right, let's look at that candy again. Top 25... Top 25 candy, Halloween candies for 2018. We have counted down from 25 to 16. So let's get through the next 10. This one I get as a kid because I love this one as a kid. But now, like, I look back and I'm like, how the hell did I eat? And this is why, like, I have spent a lot of money at the dentist in my adult life. Uh, number 15 would be Blow Pops. Over 230,000 pounds of Blow Pops are sold for Halloween each year. About 230,000 pounds of blow pops. Like, I get it as a kid. I loved them as a kid. Now I'm like, I kind of hope my kid 
when she gets old enough, doesn't even realize what blow pops are. Because all candy is bad for your teeth. But, dude, they're like, here, take this hard candy that you suck on, then you bite on, and then underneath it, there's a bunch of gum that's going to destroy your teeth even more. And you're like, okay, that sounds good. Uh, number four would be Butterfinger, one of my personal favorites. Number 13, this one always upset me when I was a kid, but I get it if you're into it. Number 13 would be Almond Joy. I gave those all to my mother when I was a kid. My mother is an Almond Joy fan. Uh, and I, when I was a kid, I ah, got some Almond Joys straight to my mother. Uh, number 12 was one of my absolute favorites when I was a kid and still is to this day. I just avoid them a little more because, again, it's bad on the teeth. Uh, and that would be Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids at number 12. Uh, number 11, Taffy. Taffy. Uh, I would imagine this goes heavily on saltwater taffy. I'm a big saltwater taffy fan myself, uh, but just taffy in, gen in general. Uh, number 10, Jolly Ranchers. Not a big Jolly Rancher fan myself. Just more hard, fruity candy. Uh, number 9, Tootsie Pops. It's very similar to uh, to the Blow Pops, although I do remember as a kid, uh, there was always this rumor like, oh, if you find a star on your Tootsie Pop wrapper, that means you get a free Tootsie Pop. I never knew a single kid when I was a kid that got a free Tootsie Pop, but we all told each other, hey, if there's a star on your wrapper, you're going to get a free Tootsie Pop. Of course, as an adult, you learn that they just it's rolled out and they, they it depends where you cut them. You might get a star, you might not get a star. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Hershey's Mini Bars. I'm down with some Hershey's mini bars. Uh, give me some Hershey's dark chocolate with some. Oh, God. Number seven, hot tamales. Number six, I don't understand this at all. I don't. I don't understand this at all. I'm pretty sure this is all like baby boomers and above uh, that are buying this and then telling their significant other that it's for trick-or-treating, but they're just eating it themselves. Uh, and that would be candy corn at number six. Please, somebody out, like wall fans, common sensors, if you enjoy candy corn, I, I, I really, I don't mean to talk bad about candy corn. Number six? Number six. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, so we're going to count down the top five toward the end of the Halloween episode. Look forward to that. But I also do, at this same very moment, want to give you the top ten most popular costumes. This isn't even, uh, I don't want to say most popular. This would be the top 10 most searched costumes, uh, and it's really according to Google. According to Google, we're going to count them down from 10 to 1. Just get through all 10 of them right now. Number 10 would be a princess. Very broad, very, I don't want to say vague, but very broad. Number 9 would be a rabbit. Shout out to Juliet. I know you're going to listen to this one. Rabbit, bunnies, same thing as a bunny, billion bunny march. Uh, number 8 would be a pirate. Pirate. I feel like pirate's been popular since I was a kid. It's just one of those things. It's... Ever evergreen costume. Uh, number seven, superhero. Very broad. I'm sure we'll see a lot of Marvel superheroes. Number six, Harley Quinn. That's what's funny. We get superhero, but then we get a very specific villain. Uh, what do you, like? What's the ant anti-hero? Anti-hero or whatever. Number five, witch. Number four, dinosaur. Number three, I absolutely love unicorn. Unicorn. Uh, number two is Spider-Man. Spider-Man is very popular right now for Halloween. And number one, the number one most Googled, likely most popular costume in the U.S. right now would be Fortnite. So kids are dressing up as a video game cartridge. 
No, I imagine they're dressing up as Fortnite characters. I'm not really familiar with Fortnite. That's my ignorance getting the best of me. But those would be the top 10 most popular costumes, according to Google, uh, for 2018. Don't worry. We're not done with popular costumes. We're going to get into some ridiculous popular costumes shortly here. Also, keep in mind, we're probably going a little short tonight just because we started a little late trying to get through everything. So, you know what? Let's... let's uh. Let's get through some tech here. We're gonna we're gonna try to speed through some tech. Uh, so we got a story. We got some stories coming out of Sweden right now. Uh, people in Sweden are definitely obsessed with microchips. Not just obsessed with microchips, but obsessed with putting them under their skin. There's a trend in Sweden right now where people are getting uh, microchips. Thousands of people getting microchips embedded into like their hand right above their thumb. That's the spot they're doing it. Uh, these are completely passive microchips, and they're using them to do things like enter buildings, uh, store uh, public transportation information on, uh, as well as payment information. Uh, and I think there's also like emergency contact information if, God forbid, you know, someone's in an accident. Uh, I get it. I'm all for technology, but I just I like I saw this and I was like, really? Like a bracelet? You couldn't just put it on a had to go under the skin. Yeah. OK. Not the brace. Oh, oh OK. OK. All right, do you, Sweden? Do you? Much respect, but uh, but just put mine on a bracelet, dude. I don't need it embedded in my skin. Uh, yeah, robot overlords, take me now. Oh man, scooter wars continue. We've actually got a lawsuit coming out of Santa Monica, California, right now. Lime and Bird. Oh, oh, oh. we've lost so many in the scooter wars of 2018. Lime and Bird actually have been hit with a class action lawsuit, and it's filed by a bunch of people that have been injured by scooters, whether it was riding them, being run being run into by somebody riding them, or simply tripping over them in the street. Scooter wars are continuing, not ending anytime soon. Oh man. Like InfoWars, I don't understand. I thought we I thought InfoWars was done, but they're not. It's it's it it's like uh, it's InfoWars is like herpes. Like, you think it's gone, it clears up, but it's, ha <laughs> that's for life, dude. That's for life. So, InfoWars back in the news, kind of back in the news. Uh, Twitter actually banned 18 more accounts. 18 more Twitter accounts were banned off of the platform. These were all accounts that were related to InfoWars. Uh, and I'm pretty sure new ones are just going to pop up, so Twitter's got their work cut out for them. Uh, Apple is in a little bit of hot water right now in something that people are calling Beautygate. So with the new iPhone XS, the new iPhone XS actually has a feature called smoothing, and people have complained of excessive smoothing. This would be, uh, it's essentially like auto Photoshop, and it is smoothing wrinkles and dark spots on people's faces automatically when they take pictures. Apple is actually working on a patch to fix all of that. So if you're an iPhone user and you've been frustrated by it, no fear, it's going to come back. Uh, but this really just goes to show how much of a photo-obsessed society we are. Um, I tell you, I my neighborhood's a pretty popular neighborhood. People like to hang out here and everything. I'll walk down the street, the main drag here, and it's like every five feet there's some kid taking a picture. I say kid, like kid being someone under the age of 30, taking a picture in front of some funny wall or cool thing or whatever else and like acting like they're getting a photo shoot done. It's like you're posting that on Instagram. Okay, move along, kid. But that's the world we live in. That's the world we live in. Oh. Uh, so Amazon Alexa actually experienced an outage recently. Uh, so unfortunately, people had to learn how, had to remember how to turn off their lights without talking to Alexa. That had to be interesting. Personally, I still know where my light switches are. 
Target just announced that they are going to have free two-day shipping with no minimums. Free two-day shipping with no minimums just in time for the holidays and, of course, to compete with the giant that is Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's get into some parenting. Parenting, parenting. Oh, it's parenting time. You like my theme songs between? Maybe I should just make up weird theme songs in between. Everyone would stop listening. Nobody wants to hear me sing. Uh, so parenting. <coughs> I want to look at some of the most popular costumes for kids this year. And in fact, one of the most popular costumes for kids. Uh, and of course, I'm bringing it up because we just talked about something similar to this would be Black Panther. If your kid wants to dress up as Black Panther, they don't need to have black skin. Keep that in mind. Don't put black face on your kid. Uh, another very popular costume for kids is the Incredible Family. We're also seeing lots of Lego superheroes. Uh, and another one that I saw flying through here was actually a Wonder Woman. Lots of Wonder Woman. I have a feeling my daughter is going to be Wonder Woman at some point here. Another one that I saw as I was scrolling through all of these things uh, was Daniel Tiger. And actually, my daughter is going as Daniel Tiger this year. Uh, we actually... My wife actually tracked down, uh, not like one of those cheap Target Daniel Tiger costumes, but like a nice Tiger costume, found the sweater, uh, got the shoes. Of course, my, my daughter owns a bunch of vans, and she's got red vans. Got the shoes taken care of and, and put together a nice costume uh, for my daughter. So we'll be out trick-or-treating next week. I will be walking around with, uh, with Daniel Tiger, probably wearing this ridiculous uh, Muppets animal head on, on my head, you know, because that's what we do. Uh, so hopefully your kids, if you do have kids, uh, have got their costumes figured out. It's going to be trick-or-treating time next week. Uh, fortunately for my daughter, well, my daughter is not even two, so we'll trick-or-treat a few houses. She doesn't really eat candy. Uh, but fortunately for her, going forward, we live in California, uh, and, and you're able to trick-or-treat on Halloween pretty much no matter what. Uh, so I, I I don't mean this is a big deal, but I feel for the kids back east that like some like it's it's snowing. Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> do we trick or treat? Or like in the in New England this week, it it was pouring rain, pouring rain in New England this week. How do you trick or treat in that? Here in Southern California, maybe it gets a little cold, but uh, for the most part, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have good weather for that. Uh, and one thing I want to bring up from the parenting perspective is uh, make sure you teach your kids two things when it I mean lots of things when it comes to Halloween, but two most important things that I can think of uh, would be safety and manners. Safety and manners. Now, safety being, I mean, it, you know, depending on the age of your kids, like you, you maybe you're out with them and, and you can help them. But as your kids get older and they maybe they go out with a few friends, safety, teach them, you know, don't go to that house that, that you know the pedophile lives at or, you know, don't don't be just eating candy as, you, as you're out walking, uh, you know, pulling out of your bag and, and stuff like that. Uh, those are important things for Halloween as well as just manners. I think manners is one of those things that gets, you know, just kind of thrown to the wayside. I don't mean like I miss manners and everything else and, and trying to like, rah, 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 rah. no, just please. Thank you. You're going to people's houses, neighbors' houses, and you're saying, Hey, can I have some candy? <laughs> you know, well, thank you goes a long, long, long way. Make sure you convey that to your kids. Uh, and I'll tell you, if you're familiar with go tell to the wall podcast and, and kind of, uh, and my background and everything else, you'll know that I burned out on Halloween quite a bit. As a kid, uh, I modeled Halloween costumes as a kid. Uh, and Halloween was life for a while when I was a kid. Not in like a weird way. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, but as I got older 
and and, and became a, a pre-teenager and a, and a tween and then a teenager, which wasn't really that into Halloween. Uh, however, I will tell you, once you have a child, really all those things just become renewed. And you're and you're like, oh my god, I I'm so happy my daughter gets to dress up and experience this. Uh, it's funny I was talking to someone recently about uh, Disneyland, and I'm very jaded on Disneyland. I worked for Disney for years. I've been to Disneyland, oh god, more times than I would like to admit. Uh, and and really, I'm just like, I don't need to go to Disneyland. But I'm really looking for, like to see it through your own child's eyes is is just a it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, and I'm really looking forward to. Uh, uh, my daughter's been once, but she was very, very young, didn't really fully enjoy it. Now she's walking and can, you know, like watch actual princesses walk by her. I mean, that there's a magic to that, that, that we become jaded as adults and don't realize. And the same thing with Halloween. Same thing with Halloween. Uh, so have a happy Halloween with your kids. Make sure not everyone likes to be scared. Not everyone wants to crap their pants. Keep that in mind, too. Oh. All right. Most popular Halloween candy. We now have the top five most popular Halloween candy in America for 2018, according to candybag.com or whatever that website is. I don't have it right in front of me anymore because I, uh, who cares? It's You guys don't care where these things actually come from. I could just be making them up. I'm just kidding. It's actually, a, it's actually based on sales. Like I said, number five, counting down the top five, number five would be Starburst. Starburst, 1,705,000 pounds, 1.75 million pounds of Starburst are bought for Halloween. That's crazy. And that's only number five. Number four, one of my absolute personal favorites, and also in my candy bowl going to be given out on Halloween, would be Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Absolute favorite. Number three, of course, you, maybe you're starting to figure these out now because you know, you're like, wait a minute, that hasn't come up yet. Number three would be Snickers. 2.2 million pounds of Snickers will be sold this year. Uh, number two would be M&M's, the classic, classic M&M's. You get those fun size bags. I get it. Number one, I'm a little bit surprised, but I also do love this candy. Number one is Skittles. Skittles. Wall fans, common sensors, let me know if you were surprised at all by that one. I love Skittles, but I was a little surprised that that's number one in America for Halloween candy, Skittles. So that would be uh, the last of your top 25 most popular Halloween candy in America uh, based on candybag.com's tracking of sales. Whatever they do. I don't know. I'm not, we're not scientific here. Who's scientific here? Nobody. Ah. Uh, I have a little bit of style. I really just threw this in because I thought it was funny. So there was a survey done by uh, Piper Joffrey. Piper Joff jo Joffrey. I'm, I, I feel like I'm pronouncing his name incorrectly, but I know the guy. Uh, he's an investment banker, but he's always he does these surveys every year, and he's done them really since the year like 2000, 2001, maybe 2002. He does these surveys, and, and it's used for investment bankers to then look at its trends, uh, but it's stuff for people to invest in. And he has said, based on a survey of American teens, the new sneaker brand to watch is Vans. That's right. In fact, Vans is now the number one, number one brand among upper income females. And this would be younger females. Number one brand among upper income females. Now, Nike still does own the market for the most part, but Vans 
is chipping away at that market share. And according to Piper Joffrey, Vans is the sneaker brand to watch. You know what? All I got to say to that is uh, I've been cool for 25 plus years. Go tell it to the wall podcast ahead of trends since 2016. You know why? Because the one and only Sean O'Rourke has been wearing Vans uh, since the 80s. <laughs> 30 years? I don't know. I can't do math. Uh, but that would be the brand to watch. Uh, so keep an eye out for Vans on all of your friends. Uh, now, we talked about the most popular Halloween costumes, and we talked about the most popular kids' Halloween costumes. We're going to talk about some of the ridiculous, cringeworthy, sexy costumes. Now, number one, the absolute winner, which got pulled like a month ago. I think it wasn't even October yet, uh, would be the Brave Red Maiden. Yes, that is a sexy Handmaid's Tale costume. Yeah. I, I Like, Halloween should have been canceled after that. I don't care who it is, but Halloween should have been canceled because y'all getting ridiculous. But there are some other funny ones. I will tell you uh, another ridiculously, like, ridiculous sexy costume would be. Now, I want I want you also to keep in mind, uh, for a lot of these costumes, they don't actually have the rights to them. And I actually know this really well uh, because National Theme Productions, the, the Halloween costume company that I modeled for, actually would get the licensing rights and quick... Quick, interesting fact, National Theme Production actually, National Theme Productions actually had the very first officially, officially licensed uh, Disney Halloween costumes. A little bit of information for you right there. Google National Theme Productions. You'll see what it's all about. So, but what a lot of these costumes, they can't actually use the names, but you can get an idea. So another ridiculous, sexy costume for this year would be Silent One. Uh, and this is a sexy Silence of the Lambs costume. I'm dead serious. That thing exists. Uh, some more of the ridiculous ones would be the Winter Warrior Queen. She's basically uh, a sexy win like a uh, snow queen. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, we also have a poisonous villain, which is Venom, which currently has a movie out right now. And this is a sexy Venom. Keep that in mind, wall fans, common sensors. Uh, and now, I know I know we pointed out the most ridiculous one, uh, but Beast Trainer, this would be a sexy Beast Trainer for those of you that play that Pokemon Go game. That's right, sexy Pokemon Trainer. Now, uh, here we go. I just want to go through all four of these. These are all sexy costumes, and in fact, I will tell you, one of them looks like she is wearing aluminum metal underwear, and that would be all of these sexy the sexy where's my brain at the sexy heart of tin the sexy scaredy lion oh that's hilarious they can actually just use scaredy lion uh and the sexy no place like home these are all sexy versions of the wizard of oz uh now if you thought that was ridiculous i will tell you something exists or these exist these would be sexy south park character costumes not a South Park fan, not even going to go through it. Uh, and really, that's the end of the, uh, that's the end of it. Oh, I will say, next year, look forward to Sexy Gritty. I think Gritty came out a little too late in the Halloween season. Uh, and if you're not familiar with Gritty, Google it. <laughs> Google it. 
like open a drink, Google it, have some fun for like a half an hour because you're going to have some fun with gritty. Looking at some gritty memes. Mm. All right, now, we're in Common Sense, if I didn't mention that before. We're just finishing up some Common Sense. We're just about done with Halloween episode 2018. But I want to fly through a few of these things. Uh, now, we had some news out of... Uh, the heck? We had some news uh, from Southwest Airlines. This happened just recently. Uh, there was a man on a Southwest Airlines flight who was accused of groping the woman sitting in the seat in front of him, specifically accused of reaching his hand around the seat multiple times and grabbing her in the chest area. Now, the plane, she had her seat moved to the back of the plane as she had asked a flight attendant to do so. Once the plane landed, the gentleman was arrested. The important thing I want to bring up here is when the police questioned the man, began questioning the man, uh, he said, stated to police, and I quote, the president of the United States says it's okay and says it's okay to grope women, end quote. Uh, so everyone that's out there saying, oh, the orange menace isn't serious and stuff. It doesn't matter if you don't think he's serious. People out there think he's serious and it's fucking disgusting. There's no excuse for this. You don't grope women. I don't care what that orange son of a bitch sitting there in Washington says. You don't just grope women. You don't grope men. You don't grope kids. You don't grope anybody. You don't grow up anybody. Nice touch or no touch. And really, just don't touch. Don't touch. You don't need to be touching kids. You don't need to be touching people you don't really know. Shake a hand at the most. Fist bump. That's the way I go. My OCD says fist bump's a little better for me. But we're better than this. We're better than... Even if even if you, like, you're doing this as just a ploy, like, oh, no. There's no excuse for that whatsoever. And I hope this man... Uh, Gets the gets hit with the full extent of uh, what what the law can throw at him. Uh, we got some beer news coming out of Planters. Nah, you didn't hear me incorrectly. Planters, the company that brings you peanuts and Mr. Peanut, they have actually collaborated with a brewery called Noon Whistle Brewing, which is out of Lombard, Illinois, and they have created a new beer called Mr. IPA Nut Beer. Now, if you live in the Midwest, you live in the Illinois area, there's a good chance you'll be able to find it. They have a limited amount of four packs. These look like pint cans. Yes, they look like pint cans, so they're going to be 16-ounce cans. Uh, limited amount of four packs hitting the marketplace there in the Chicago area. Not Chicago, the Lombard area. Probably Chicago. Chicago would be the biggest city next to it. That's why it's just it's habit for me be, uh, having family from Chicago. It's like most of my family doesn't actually live in Chicago, but you say, where's your family? Chicago, you know. It's kind of the same. I mean, I live in Los Angeles now, but people that live in uh like the valley and stuff, they're like, where do, where do you live? Los Angeles. It's like, <laughs> it's not technically, you know, you, you say it close to the city. Uh, so you can find that in some stores. And as well, starting this weekend, they will have it on tap at Noon Whistle Brewing. I'm curious to try this. It has a little peanut flavor to it, but it's done It's in, done in collaboration. So we're really looking at a marketing ploy here. I don't think anyone needs to go too crazy. Uh, and I will leave you with this. Wall fans, common censors, social media world, podcast consumers, this is my favorite, absolute favorite story of the week. We got a story out of Oklahoma City where there is a dog who frequents a McDonald's there and begs people at the drive-thru for hamburgers. And of course, people love dogs, so they buy the dog or give the dog an extra hamburger, cheeseburger, whatever it might be, thinking that the dog is a stray. Well, we go to find out that the dog is not actually a stray. In fact, the dog's owner went to that particular McDonald's right near their house to order some food one night, saw the dog begging people in the line. Then the dog came up to her car, 
realized it was his his or her owner. I I'm not sure if the ah uh, I don't know if the dog's male or female. Uh, realized it was the dog. The dog realized it was his owner, and then kind of gave this sheepish look and walked away, knowing full well that it was leaving the yard on a nightly basis, going to this McDonald's and begging for food, despite the fact that it's not a stray dog and it's fed very, very well. This is like this is how smart dogs are. They're catching on to kind of the grift that many people, uh, at least here in Los Angeles, do, and that is pretending they are homeless, but I, many, some, I don't mean to say many, some people do here in Los Angeles and really around the country, pretending they're homeless but actually making money. <coughs> uh, and this would be one of those situations... But I will tell you, the owner, actually, and I quote, this is the owner's exact post uh, that she posted to Twitter. I believe it was Twitter. No, it might have been Instagram. It's either Twitter or Instagram. And I quote, if you see my dog at the McDonald's on Shields, quit feeding her fat ass because she doesn't know how to act and be leaving the house all the time to go walk into McDonald's at night. She's not even a stray dog. She's just a gold-digging-ass bitch that be acting like she's a stray so people will feel bad for her and feed her burgers. End quote. I read that earlier. I was laughing out loud by myself in the studio. <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, but good on you. This is Betsy, Betsy Reyes. Uh, Betsy Reyes from Oklahoma City. Uh, good on you. I hope you get your dog in line. And uh, everyone at McDonald's, quit feeding the fat-ass dog because uh, that dog doesn't need to be fed. Just doesn't need to be fed. Oh, man. <clears throat> I'm also losing my voice. It's one thing I didn't mention because uh, I maintain radio silence um, during this time of year when the Sox are doing things. Hmm. But my voice is going a little bit because the... Boston Red Sox are in the World Series right now playing the Los Angeles Dodgers. I would like to say hated Los Angeles Dodgers, but they're not hated. I have many friends who are Dodgers fans. Currently up two games to nothing. Coming back here to Boston uh, starting tomorrow, Friday, uh, October 26th, and hopefully taking at least one of those games uh, and at the most sending it back to Boston with the uh, with the need to only win one of the two games back in Boston. Uh, again, I, I radio silence. I know I talked about it last week when they made the World Series because it happened during the podcast, but we're at radio silence. Uh, however, that is part of the reason uh, I'm losing my voice a little bit. It's been it's just been one of those weeks. Uh, and really, it's just been it's just been one of those weeks in general. Uh, we're going to get back to talking some mental illness uh, next week um, just because, you know, we had Mental Health Awareness Day recently. Uh, and, and we need to continue talking about that. And, and personally, I've been dealing with some stuff, and, and I know some others that have as well. Uh, so we're going to get back to that starting next week. But this week, try to keep it as light as possible with this being the Halloween special for 2018. Now, wall fans, common sensors, everyone out there, I want you to be safe this weekend. I will be at Surf City Blitz in Huntington Beach on Sunday, enjoying the interrupters and rancid, possibly bad religion if I can make it that late. Uh, I believe Bad Religion was playing after Rance. Oh, maybe they're playing before. Uh, tangented. Uh, I will be out at Surf City Blitz down there in Huntington Beach this, this Sunday. If you are in the Southern California area, look for me out there. I'll be the old dude with a beard uh, watching the interrupters and Rancid and probably just running around there like a moron thinking I'm 15 years old when I'm not because that's what I was doing when I was 15. Uh, so that's what's in store for my weekend. For, for those of you heading out to Halloween parties and the like, Stay safe out there. Remember, don't drink and drive. Uh, and remember next week, teach your kids some manner and safety. Uh, have fun. Enjoy Halloween. 
especially with your kids. You're not going to have those forever. Enjoy every second of it. Uh, make sure you've got candy stocked if you're one of those houses that has kids coming by trick-or-treating. And if you're one of those houses that has teenagers, uh, just prepare yourself to get eggs when you're not giving them candy. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, but just have fun with it. So happy Halloween to all of you out there, wall fans, common sensors, social media world, podcast consumers. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for two years plus uh, of, of greatness, common sense, me talking to a wall. We will be back next week. Same wall place, same wall time. And uh, as I mentioned before, I'm your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean Boo Rourke. That'd be O'Rourke if you're a new listener, but Boo Rourke for this particular episode. And remember, follow us on Twitter at Tell the Wall Pod at Magic Muppet. Also on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell to the wall. And find us on YouTube. Just search go tell to the wall. Most importantly, head on over to SeanO'RourkeLive.com. We'll take you to all of those things as well as give you access to some other stuff that you're not going to find anywhere else. And remember, wall fans, common sensors, no matter what you do this Halloween, no matter where you are, no matter who you're with this Halloween, and no matter why you are doing it. Always, always use common sense and don't give kids almond joy.